Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Don't touch that dial. You're tuned in to the Dread Podcast Network. Hey, y'all. Hey. Welcome back to another episode of Girl That's Scary. It's Jazz 40 Ounce Connoisseur and... It's Cat Daddy and boy, oh boy, this is a movie that may be hard for you to find. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, if you didn't know hey, already, because, you know, we don't be announcing stuff all the time. We are talking about Near Dark 1987, directed by Catherine Bigelow. Yes. A ha- vampire western, western directed by a woman. It's lit as a bitch. Yeah, okay. Oh yeah. Look, we are, yes, we are on the Yeehaw Horror Month for September. Yes, I'm thinking about True Blood Literally right boots. now. Yes, because uh, True Blood is also horror western, bitch. It's a show, but uh, we are talking about specifically. It is near dark, and it is a good time. Uh, we first, well, I first heard of this movie through Ready to Retro. Shout out to y'all. Yes, shout out to Ready Let's to Retro. Get ready to Retro. Woo. Do, 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 do. I mean, I want you to know, <laughs> if you make a podcast and you listen to this, first of all, shout out to y'all. We appreciate y'all for listening. It's just hard to yeah. hearts come on my chest. But if you make a podcast and, and we listen to your podcast, I am always singing the intro. Listen. I am listen. The intro is me. Blurdy Massacre, Jake the Beat, Hobie's a Whore, I always do the backhand bounce, bitch. And if you did not make a podcast yet, and if you decide to make one and I find it, I will sing the intro all the time too. Just want to let you know. Equal opportunities. But yeah, so I love their beat. Love them. I love singing the beats. I love being everything. But yes. Um, We couldn't find this movie when we first had to record with them. So we had to like get a random link and look it up and watch it. And we did. It was a good time. Yes. Yes. Six, 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 six. So we got this movie and. For a while on Shutter, Shutter had it like two times. Like one time they had it for like a month or a couple months, and then it just came off. As soon as we decided we want motherfucking record for it, won't come off the goddamn Shutter screen. Stream upsetting. Yeah, I felt like it was a conspiracy. To be quite fucking honest, like I really was just like you Damn. know, you know, it was. It was the way the stars aligned because we kept saying for a long time, let's hurry up and watch this movie. Let's hurry up and find a way to like, or we were actually going back and forth. Like, should we buy it? Because we've already seen it. We have multiple feelings about it. I don't dislike it enough to obviously not own it because we own it now. Um, But both of us, two copies. Okay. But it goes back to, and actually it was cheaper this go around than the first time we went to look for it. Which is great. I wonder wonder if it coming out on Shutter had something to do, and I don't know if it had a steel book or something, some kind of other release but it got a second life because we could not find that bitch at all and the dvds were like because we were gonna buy it you mm-hmm. know and the dvds were like 80 dollars. they were yeah. just ridiculous prices like now i think we bought it for it was less than 10 bucks i feel like for right. a, a dvd now the blu-ray is a little more expensive but look i'm just watching this dvd quality that's DVD. good enough for me that exactly. is good enough you know what back up one thing about the dvd i did not like it's not accessibility friendly 
it girl. did not have any. It, I kept pressing the subtitles button on my Blu-ray player, and I ended up like, girl, well, it was like none. I said, stop playing. So then uh, my and partner I was like, those. okay. He was like, go back I missed to the, some um, of the dialogue. I did, but I'd seen I, it before. So luckily for me, I'm okay because this is like time number at least ten of me watching this movie. Okay, I was just really upset though. Like all of my overall like breaths and shit is because for people who are hard of hearing or can't hear anything at all or like who just need a little extra TLC. Bitch, how do you know what's going on without blasting Bitch. the TV and then some? Or like, studying exactly. their lips? And it's hard because there are scenes in this movie where it's kind of dark as a bitch. They're vampires. They're always moving around at nighttime and shit. Like, they be moving in the shadows. You can't really read their lips all the time. Yes. So, I mean, yes, clearly this is... um Spoiler alert, we said that. Girl, it's a vampire movie. It's lit as a bitch. I highly <laughs> recommend it. Honestly, if you can find that DVD that we found for like, if you can hear and you don't need subtitles, I recommend it. If you need the subtitles, I think you should probably go with the more expensive version because I think there might be subtitles on that newer Blu-ray version. So check that out and check like the details to make sure it has that. Because I really be mad as a bitch where I buy a physical piece of media and I don't get no subtitles with the physical piece of media, bitch. I'm like, I I need, I need those. I don't know what they're saying. And sometimes I have to stop and rewind it and turn it up and I still can't. I can't always make it out. So I'd be like, to you know, I need a reading. Like, I need some, some, some language. I need to see it with my eyes. My eyes are good. My ears are not. Okay? I mean, you know, but mm, not my eyes are good. My ears are not. Well, I'm in a situation where my eyes are not good. Um, and, you know, our <laughs> eyes do not get better as we age. Just to give us all a heads up for those who but, think they are not superhuman. Not you giving them a heads up. <laughs> um, hey, just in, just in case. Just in case you forgot, bitch. You I'm know, sure. sometimes it's it's a... I feel like it enhances the words when I'm reading it. Feels real like, you know, when you're reading somebody do a live reading or a table read of a script. We used to do that in high school, side note. Ooh. Like when we, <laughs> in my AP English class, we used to read, like we read King Lear. It was King Lear and Les Mis. We wow. read Les Mis out loud after seeing Les Mis. And I was like, well, that was a thing. And of course, like dissected it. It was a uh, AP English lit class. Wow, but okay. I think shit like that is fun because it makes it more interactive for me and it makes, it helps paint the scenario of what what's going on in my head. It's more effective. So when I'm reading the words along with girl, because sometimes also it helps me catch shit that people are saying side conversations that I wouldn't exactly. necessarily hear. Just sub- subtitles for everyone. Um, but check out Near Dark. Yes, it's only an hour and 35. Yeah, and I feel like Shutter's gonna get it again at some point because they done had it like twice. This is one of those things they put in rotation. Like certain movies just be pulling up on Shutter if you already have them. But I recommend buying a movie, honestly, because I am a Yeehaw horror fan. I'm not even a vampire fan, but this is one of my top 10 vampire movies. I know that some of your eyes got big, Cat's eyes got big. Yes, this it did, a, because it's this hello. Is one of my, like, yeah, it's up there. I got lost. The mic Boys is on. Blade up there. Near Dark is in Jasmine, what? You want to know why? I think I like Bill Paxton. Cutting up as okay. Severin. It was the chaos. Um, I knew it. Yeah, it is the chaos of. I think Bill, if there was not a Severin character, this movie would. It would still be good, but it wouldn't be like one of my top ten vampire movies. Like, no, I fuck with Near Dark. I could watch Near Dark at any time. I'm not gonna. I love the horses. The they chewing on the straw. It's the hat tipping bitch. It's the spurs. Put some blades on my spurs, bitch. I'm fucking with all of it. It's horses, bitch. It's. It's just, it's farmhand shit. Look, I'm sorry, not sorry. I really am banging with the setting. 
of it. But I like Westerns, so that's also, you know, we got to preface this with, I enjoy a lot of movies that have Western kind of like, nope, hit different for me because I like Westerns, bitch. Okay, so I'm not a fan of Westerns. I'm also like, I'm, okay, multiple bullet points. One, not really a fan of Westerns, but enjoyed this movie. Also, there are some Westerns I do enjoy, but overall what I'm saying is I don't immediately gravitate towards Western anything, whether it's Western horror, just baby West, the West, Wild Wild Actually, I fucked with the Wild Wild West. When that shit came out, it Me was too. real swift. And they had it the was, toys at McDonald's, didn't it? They had everything. And this was right after Men in Black. And Ooh, that was lit too. That also, was Cisco also lit. was leading the way. So you knew I was pulling up. So we're going to okay. start there. Hold on, guys. Pivot we're going straight time. to the Wild Wild West. I need to pivot and let everyone know that there are some pictures somewhere in our lives. When back in the bando, we had, we used to have Halloween parties, right? And one year, Kat dressed up as Cisco. And and it was great. I helped her pick out a wig. She had like the silver jank on, but she got custom made dragon pants. And I know you still have them. I still have those pants because they were custom made. Yes. And I just love the fact that she's always willing to go all the way in. Bitch, not you getting custom made dragon pants so you can be Cisco for real. Y'all keep talking me out of getting that LeBray so I can't be Tyrese from the My Way video. And that's you really me about magnet. to be in my final form. I actually cannot. I mean, I can, but it's not going to be effective. It's going to fall off. And if somebody convinces Girl. me otherwise where I can still get... I mean, I know I can use like adhesive, but it's not the same effect. I guess, Girl, I am not... Supporting your LeBray endeavors. I'm not like, well, doing it. If you it. want a LeBray, just say that. I've been saying. But if you, so if, you if you if you want to get it, I'm not gonna like stop being your friend. It's blood in blood out. But also, I'm not gonna be like, yeah, Kathleen. I'm driving. I'm you probably to the gonna have shop. like a month and get rid of it. You would drive me to the piercing shop. Okay, I wouldn't tell playing. you no. All right, yeah. No. If you was like, I need to ride to the piercing shop to get to the break, I'm a Surprise. frown, but I'm gonna take you. I'm like, mm, I'm sitting in the car driving. Mm. Time to change my it's nose ring because I need to do it anyway. Surprise! I'm actually making an appointment while I'm here. That's no, I would make an appointment while I'm there. They had a like, deal today, oh, so I got now I got an eyebrow piercing out of nowhere. Hello, guys. <laughs> Cut the fuck up. Everything's funny. Yeah, but um, ooh, back it up. Western horror. Yes. This shit's brazy. Yeah. I don't bang with it. But also, I like this. I'm not really going... It. Mm, there were some things about this movie, and I realized we didn't even tell the overview of the movie yet, but we'll get there in a second. There were some things about this movie that I was like, Jesus sent help. And there were some things about this movie I was like, okay, I'm, I'm. if we could cut out some parts from the beginning, but those parts are important. But I'm also like, how do we get here even with this character doing the things that they're doing? There were some parts in the end I really fucked with. I really fucked with the Thelma and Louise type situations that was going on. There was a particular character I wish we could just do away with altogether. Oh my god! Like, could, have, could they meet the son sooner in the story? Um, like as soon as the story opens, because that's what I really wanted for that particular character. But I'm glad that this movie was introduced to us. Um, shout out to our friends at Ready to Retro. I'm glad that they put this on our plates because I would have, I don't know if I would have checked this out outside of this and I'm happy that I did. Yeah. I would have never hit play on this because... I would have read something about vampiric vampires. I'm like, nah. And again, I like a lot. There are a lot of vampire movies that hit because, but there's also so many, right? There's so many. So now that we have this movie, we've seen it several times. Uh, let's do a little quick overview. So we already said spoiler alert, although we didn't give you the overview, but we here. Ha ha. Okay. Ta da. <laughs> um, it's okay. <laughs> a young man meets a girl and then. They end up on a wild road trip after several events. Enter Bill Paxson. Yes, immediately. 
That is near dark. Yeah. I I don't know what kind of... It is a yeehaw adventure. Definitely a yeehaw adventure side quest. It is a good time. If you kind of like Red Dead Redemption, this is like Red Dead Redemption grandkids with vampires. And I believe there is a vampire on Red Dead Redemption, by the way. Uh, oh. Yeah, you got to like go to a certain place at a certain time and a motherfucker might appear, like might spawn. Okay. And it's dead ass on some shit like that. Uh, so, you know, good times, good times. Uh, but since we already spoiled it, we about to get into it. All right, we got our yes. dog Caleb in here. Now, I, matter of fact, we didn't even talk about any of the scores for this at all. Okay. I don't know the scores because I never I do. looked at them. Okay. They are currently uh, at a... Okay, so they're still the same as my notes. 6.9 out of 10 on IMDb and an 83% on Rotten Tomato. So when I knew what I remember from the first time of uh, watching this is me seeing the scores and going, I'm going to press play because mm. look at the differences. I don't know mm. what's going on, but something's happening here. Okay. This is an easy 8 out of 10 for me. Just like, oh yeah, 8 out of 10. I watched this again. I like this. I could see where the sixes were coming from, though. I fully understand there's a few plot points. There's a, also, editing-wise, there are some okay. edits that are well, a little... look at the year. I mean, yeah, but no, there were movies before that that didn't have those edited choices. We're not going to What was the budget on this? Let me look. It was $5 million, and $5 million in the 80s. Oh, and, ooh, yeah, baby. And it had bombed, little... girl. It only made $3.4 million. Yeah. And I mean, I don't uh, think it should have uh, bombed. I wonder what also came out that same week. I don't have that let information. Let me find out. But yeah, while you're looking up um, that information, damn, it reminds me of not, it's not as good as the thing, right? But how the thing came out and then it motherfucker bombed. But I was like, oh no, y'all bitches missed out. Like y'all hoes was hating. I feel like hoes was hating on Near Dark a little bit. Like, mm, what what was y'all problem? Why why y'all ain't go to the theaters? Did you see something else? Did y'all not have no money? Were they was it limited viewing? Like what what would they do? Cause I feel like in the theater this would hit. I think Westerns hit in the theater because of that big spring screen and that big wide open space kind of yeah. like makes you feel there. I think that too. I think also like people just like I don't know. Like it's I don't know what it is about looking at like different mountains and dust and cowboys and blah blah blah. Like it was a different time. And that really sets it off for people to this day. And I don't know if it's nostalgia. I don't know if it's that manifest destiny going to work. And honestly, oh, like it's low-key, high-key, low-key, the theme of both of these movies. Low-key, high-key, low-key, just playing, not really like in your face in this way. It's just in the background. This is just where they live. But like in, the, in another movie we're going to talk about soon. Oh, yeah. Yes. But um, it's just, it's a choice. And the way that these, like, the characters in these movies, like, you find out about some of their backstory. Like, one particular character fought for the South, so they fought Bitch. in the Civil War. And he was like, you know, we lost. And I said, hey, get your racist ass up out of here. But, you know, they got Walk the Walk into the sun here. for me real quick. Go play right. in the sun. Leah, go ahead and catch a tan, love. Fuck you. That's that's what you can do. And they made me mad because I'm like, it's Lance Henriksen. And I love me some Lance Henriksen. He was a pumpkin head. And again, a lot of these people, three of these people, I believe, were in Aliens. And the bitch y'all got playing Diamondback, that's the same bitch y'all had in Brownface the year before. You thought we fucking forgot, bitch. I did not. Okay? Yeah, bitch. You had that motherfucking medium tan on. For fucking cover girl trying to pretend you was like next bitch you were not you're a white I don't like that I don't like that, that was real racist and I, that might have not been your choice but you let them do your you let that rock and you were pretending you were pretending mm, mm. to be you know what 
Mm. Yeah, fuck, fuck Diamondback. So there's mm. that. Well, I got the numbers for what all the uh, okay. the domestic box office for 1987, as we put a peg of this and segue over. So Near Dark came out October 2nd. Big Shots came out the same day. And on the box office list, it's at 18. I guess it ended the month or whatever. At one point, peaked at 18. Big Shots is at 17. Something came out, like Father Like Son, which was number two for a while, I guess. I don't know what was number one. I can't really see. Yes, yeah, zoom, zoom, bitch. But- Oh, Fatal Attraction. Okay, Ooh, so in October, okay. according to this list at the time, there was some other movies still gracing. This is also the same year that Dirty Dance came out. So when I saw this bitch, we're still top top of the charts. Okay. I've been listening to the Dirty soundtrack Dancing. today. Listen, me and my sister, baby, I that's all I got to say. I was listening to that soundtrack today and just sending her the songs and was just like, this is the movie. I was in the grocery store the other day and they were playing some songs from the soundtrack and I was like, this is amazing. But Dirty Dancing is on here. The Principal, Someone Watch Over Me. So what I'm saying is Near Dark was number 18 and La Bamba came out the same time. Ooh, okay. Hellraiser came out in September. So Ooh. at this point, Hellraiser had just came out. So we're thinking about why it didn't do as well. Like these other movies are still doing numbers in the box office. Fucking Hellraiser. Dirty Dancing, bitch. I'm a fatal attraction. The Principal. Okay. Surrender. Yeah, you know, they was definitely outside for Surrender. I don't even know what Stakeout. I don't know what Surrender is. I feel like I heard of Stakeout, but I'm not. The Princess Bride. Sure. Like Father, what? Like Son. That was a movie. I never heard of that. Don't know what that is. It's all good. You're not okay. missing anything. All That's right. All wonderful. But that yeah, it was doing numbers. Coming age yeah. movies. Okay. All right. Well, Connect y'all know I didn't see. The only one I know movies. about is uh, Can't Hardly Wait. For whatever reason, that one swept under the radar for me. But hey, you know, life is life. I, yeah. Mm. Okay, but let's get let's get into it real quick. Outside of like the some of the backstories, of these characters like they have some real fucked up past. We talked about somebody's a Confederate soldier. Someone is literally a hundred years old plus in a child body. Mm, uh, they do a lot of questionable things, and I questionable hate it here. like especially after knowing that in my mind, right at this point, I've already been introduced to um what's baby girl's name in interview with a vampire who's unfortunately stuck in the child body and mm-hmm. what she's going through, mm-hmm. and then seeing a different character or experiencing a different character in a different story that's kind of like they lived longer than the other character spoiler alert just i spoiled it but oh well it's an older story i'm sorry guys but like you see a different like perspective of what this could look like and this nigga needs to meet the son but caleb i honestly thought caleb should have met the son because when caleb meets may caleb is he keeps pushing up on her and she said multiple times no and girl listen pulling away and she's not saying, like, if, if your person that you're talking to is not, like, you know, going, yes, like, that needs to be a solid thing. You need to back the fuck on up like a U-Haul truck, bitch, and give them some space. You're doing too much. And Caleb kept trying to press and press Were they at press. the honky-tonk? Like, I don't really know. Where was they at? They, they, they were standing outside. Back of a gas station? Well, they were standing outside somewhere that has bar, like beer nearby. Because uh, Caleb okay. was with his friends when he y'all clothes on. And then May- Like a local juke joint. Yeah, you know, I yeah. don't know this life. And May is like, look at some ice cream. Just standing here, cute. And everybody looking at her like, ooh, that's a bad bitch. Daddy. Pull up. Yes. And he, you know, pulls up first. I'm like, hey, what's up? Tips his little hat. I'm trying to holler. And then he gets, she just gets in the car with him. But first of all, once you find out what you know later that she's a vamp, he can't really hurt her. Like, it's not, so I understand why she don't give a fuck about hopping in no car because yeah, but also, can't be no. She I don't care. It. She could beat his ass. So she's in the car. 
And he's like pressing up on her, asking all these questions. He brings her to a horse. Like, hey, I'm taking you to this place. I don't seem to know place as a surprise. I just met you and you just got in the car. Please don't do that. But the horse is like the first clue. The horse is not fucking mm-hmm. with her at all. Then she makes him look at the night and was like, that star is going to take a million years to get down here and I'm still going to be here, my nigga. What's up? She's giving this nigga clues about what mm-hmm. kind of bitch she is. And he's just not listening because all he got on his mind is coochie. And this is what is annoying about Caleb off rip. And eventually he presses and presses her. And when he go in for that kiss and she didn't want to kiss, she goes and bites that neck. And he already yeah. agreed low key that, oh, I will go be with you, go hang out with you. So you pretty much told her that you was trying to do it. We was down and now she making you prove it. Vamp life, vamp life. We in this gang, together. Gang. Yeah, we here now. Would so, you be turned into a vampire by a gentleman caller? Or a person caller? Um, I don't really think I want... It depends. We have to... What kind of vampire are y'all? What kind of vampire? Can I live off of animal blood? If I can like live like the Cullens or some shit off the animal blood, then... Okay. I was going to say whatever you want in your timeline because I oh, didn't okay. want to be real definitive. Like, Yeah, if I could live off animal blood... As long as you ain't drinking probably, rat blood because that really stresses me that's out. That's nasty, bro. But uh, I would just, you know, cows. You a vegan vamp. Um, veggie vamp. Because uh, I, I don't yeah. really want to feed on people. Like, that's just really... I don't know, girl. They, what's going on? Mm, what yeah, if it's bath only... night instead of bath every night? Yeah, yeah. I don't. Mm, mm, right. See, that's yeah. what I'm saying. I've been thinking about this vamp life. It's like I when a Severin was day. like, mm, I don't like when they don't shave. You got to bite into like a hairy piece of skin. I'm like, you ain't got to bite them right there. You could just bite their wrist. I'm crying. I was listening. I'm, it's going to come to me whose podcast I was listening to recently. And they were talking about being a vampire. And if you're a vampire, unfortunately, you're going to have to pay taxes for the rest of your life. Bro. It might be Terra Nova. No, I'm going to take my death. And I was just like. Living the countryside. I didn't even <laughs> think about that. But then they were like, you know, the government would have a code. And I was like, damn, I didn't even think about that. But also, mm-hmm. like, I'm not paying no taxes if I'm not I am that. a vampire. Like, that's you, not happening. You know what I would do? I would just, you know, they be having servants and shit. I would just pay a servant to, you just live in this house and this is your house. And you're going to pass this to a new servant. I just live here. I'm I'm the secret auntie. I ain't got no paperwork. That's it. I'm just I don't have no job night. for real. Yeah, I'm just wandering real around in a long ass robe in a big ass gothic house drinking like blood. Wine, blood, hanging out, drinking. you know, occasionally like, making sun mm. tea. They've been there for 15 years. We're like, damn, y'all look the same. Yeah. And I know y'all wondering how you make a sun tea, baby. You could just set the bags out at night. Okay. I can still get into what y'all get into. I just don't have to get into them raising them directly. Okay. It's not you putting your jacket. Well, you could put it at night, leave it out all day and come back. So Yeah. Or put it out right before dawn. And, and tell somebody um, come I, get it. Bring it inside. Yeah, that's it. I can just bring it in at night. After it sit outside a steep for a couple days. All right now. Bruh, I got the camera sitting outside so I can make a, a little fast forward of the daylight. Me looking at the daylight on the screen. Wow. Ooh, I remember yeah. that. I can project it on the wall so I just feel like it's like I'm outside but I'm not. Sad I would make Sad life. I would make a beach like uh, Fallout 4 where you go to a little hotel on a DLC and oh, the, yeah. the robot, it got the little sand out there so it was like a fake ass beach. I would need to have one of those. We projecting the beach into the wall. That would work. That would work. But also, y'all, just to get back into it, May is handling things. May has turned Caleb into a vamp. And when May finally gets home, Caleb eventually gets home. But he's falling down. His sister see him in the distance and shit. He's stumbling. He is not looking good. And if I was like, girl, what you talking about? She's like, dad, he's not looking good. Caleb is just looking so dusty. But the way this giant ass 
moving bitch. Is it like a Winnebago? Isn't that a Winnebago? I think it's a Winnebago. It's a big ass van that got blacked out because the sun is, you know. Let me Google this. Uh, I think it is a Winnebago. Because I don't know what kind of car Winnebago is, to be honest. So I cannot confirm or deny. But I do know that my dog, uh, Caleb, yes, was yes, out it here is. smoking. Oh, okay. He was literally smoking like a sausage out in the heat, and they swooped his ass up and took him away. They turned fast as a bitch. Dude. That's what I was about to say. I ain't never seen nobody like turn into a vampire so quickly. Like it was literally instantaneously. I'm like, oh, okay, um, vampirism getting to the next level, eighty style. Threw him in there, and I'm like, as as soon as they throw this motherfucker in the van, here comes several with his extra ass, and I. That's why he was like, bitch, I'm about to pretty much, I'm about to tear your face clean the fuck off, bitch. I'm about to beat your ass. We about to stomp a mole hole in your ass and walk it dry. And then he talking cash shit, and Homer is definitely the instigator. Yeah, bitch, we about to fuck you up, bitch. Everybody just in the car, and at first I'm like, y'all ain't see this nigga smoking in the sun. You had to know he was one of you. Don't smell that. But when they realized, like, I. No, because I think they, I don't know. I think they was just so wrapped up in the moment. Maybe it was spotty writing and we we're really trying to fill in the gaps. But once they come to the conclusion that, oh, May's like, May lays on her dramatically. It's like, if you're going to take him out, you go get me too because he's going to be one of us. Everyone's sick. Bitch. May is throwing it all away for a man. Very confused. Ugh. When she should have been just trying to break free on her own anyways. Dolo story about May. Yeah. Down my back has gone too far. Exactly. Uh, well, they're in the car with all of them. You got uh, Severin, uh, Homer, May, Diamondback, and Jesse. They all in a little ragtag group of vampires, and they get in their shelter for the night. And Caleb really got to just stay with them because you can't do shit in the daytime anyway. You was out here smoking real hard, okay? So you just got to stay still right now. And he's like, well, bitch, if you don't feed, you ain't one of us, and we going to kill you. So now you have the dilemma, the morality of, oh, do I bite a human? Oh, no. Because you see that even though, like, they're going out and he's not biting motherfuckers, his truck scenes, all this. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, in the background, he one, he tries to escape, but he doesn't get far. He's too weak. He can't. He's about to throw up. Like, he can't. You know, he has to feed off a of maid just to feel okay. His daddy is smart as a bitch. He done looked the police in the eye and said, bitch, these time marks is four hours ago. That means them niggas is going this amount of speed anywhere there is in a new state hole. What the fuck is y'all doing about this? Okay. Off rip. He's like, bitch, I'm about to find my kid. I was like, damn. Slim was on the case. I, Bro. Okay. We are watching multiple stories happen. We're watching Caleb figure himself out, try to find three different storylines. There's the love storyline. There's the bitch I just got kidnapped. And now they about to whoop my ass storyline. And we've seen the guy that we've, a lot of these characters, y'all, y'all have seen in later movies. So if you're like, who are these people? Just go ahead and click their faces. And then we got the 80s, 90s story of, oh my God, my child is missing. And now I got to go on the lamb and take, put the law in my own hands because the police, once again, are failing us. The way that that man called that white man uh, boy, and I said, hold on, what's going on? Like, I'm leaned all the way in, and you eat them up. And I'm really just like, damn, like, why are the police useless in this movie, too? Well, wow, they are. They, I still they have questions, though, because what are these words? There's a lot of confederacy in here. It's just, this movie is a choice. So I don't know mm. if that was written that way on purpose, or this was just the vibes of the set. Well, it I could mean, be it's the both. vibes of the subgenre in general. Western uh, horror has a lot of there's some confederate shit you're gonna see some, and and for this month you know I didn't just watch horror westerns I tried to watch a few like staple westerns as well so I could have you know some comparisons and you know some shit to talk about oh my god and I I seen Morgan Freeman in there and of course he was he wasn't a slave because he was an outlaw 
But also, like, every time you see reference to black characters or the lack of black characters, it's just really tied to that time. Because I'm like, damn, that is so fucked up. Every time I see a nigga, they gonna be a servant, bro. Or even if they not a servant, they an outlaw. Somebody gonna try to hit them with the That's boy. That's why we gonna watch or- Gang of Roses. Okay. Um, also, I'm y'all voted for uh, another movie we're talking about this month. And Gang of Roses was on the poll. And it was, I'm not going to lie, it had some votes. I know it's not quite horror. I want you to know Gang of Roses is going to veer its ugly head slash beautiful soul right on back. And I'm letting y'all know I will not <laughs> okay. let up. This is the this is the Western I'm getting into. Gang of Roses 1 and 2. And if you're like, what's Gang of Roses? Now is the time for you to go ahead and hit the Google and get ready. Because I'm about to talk about it. Cinema. Well. Icons. This was. Um, Minus one person. All right. Well. Well. This movie. I wouldn't say it's cinema. But it's a movie that I enjoy. After we get to the point of. We follow these fucking vampires. Go through the. the, the go, go through the motions of. Trying to murder people. Get some kills off. You know. Drink. And we eventually get to a bar scene. And this is one of the most iconic scenes in the movie. Because. They come in the bar, and at first it's nighttime. You don't really... They look a little strange, but they don't look like they're about to do what they're about to do. No one looks like that. No one does. They fit they, yeah, they Yeah, they order and drinks. Like, they're like, all right. And Severin is really, like, messing with uh, Caleb a lot. He's, like, cussing him out, saying, you need to do this, do that. He pissing the other patron off and letting Caleb get punched the fuck up. And he's laughing. And then eventually... You know, the bartender finally puts his foot down like, you know, y'all horse playing a little too much. It's a few ways to leave this bar. And one of them is on your back, pretty much. Now, you shouldn't have said that. They was going to kill y'all anyway. But you, you, you fucked up. You know, fucked up now. Severin laughs. Yes. I'm I'm crying. I'm sorry. I was about to say it definitely expedited it. Yeah. Severin turned around laughing. And you know, when Severin laughs, I don't think he laughs for like actual comedic relief. I feel like he only laughs maniacally. Like he laughs on some villain shit all the time. Like if he laughing, something bad about to happen. And it does. This motherfucker is killing everybody. He beating everybody's ass. He talk about people mama. Like how the audacity of you to say you was fucking my mama in my daddy truck while he was looking is wild as hell. And then you kill me. Like what am I supposed to tell Jesus? I mean, and I'm not going to hold you. Bill Paxton was looking cool with the sprees on, just literally cutting everybody out with words. What kind of and weapon sprees. is that? Um, and if you're wondering, and sprees, and sprees. Uh, very creative. Fastest in the West. Um, not the fastest witch. This was a this was a scene, okay? If you were If you were waiting for some blood beer? guts and ass, this is the scene for you. They slow dancing in the burning room, bitch. Like, not really, but they are... May asked this mm. nigga today. It's like, and it's, you could tell the boy is scared. Like, he just see everybody get their ass Bitch. beat. Everybody, and they just eating niggas a, a little bit. Like, everybody get their ass whooped. So, this supposed to be for Caleb. The motherfucker says, no, and runs and jumps out the window. This bitch. scene, jazz. This scene, bitch, I, this go around watching it, I yelled. Because I forgot the way he barrel rolled up that window. <laughs> I was like, absolutely, absolutely. And you know what? I want to hit him live his life and not go to the police. But the vampires was right. He went straight to the feds. Bro, bro. And now y'all are on the run. Y'all on the run tour. And they get to the hotel. First of all, Jesse is mad suspicious because he got blood on him. He like, let me get a room. And the dude is like, ain't I seen you like a long time ago? And the motherfucker was like, I come through here like every 50 years. And I was like, you shouldn't wow. have said y'all talking shit. You need to be you need to be keeping it fucking low. 
you honestly should have sent a woman in, in here. You shouldn't have. Jesse is bored. I yeah. can tell. That's why all this wild shit keeps happening. You need a little excitement in your life. You're bored. Well, they get in the room and the police pull up pronto, bitch. They pull up real quick. They're like, hey, and it's daylight. So now we have a showdown between the police and the vamps. And they getting shot at and the sun is like burning, frying their ass up. And eventually Caleb is like, bitch, I'm going to run out in the sun and fry and get the truck, get to, you know, get our transportation and we will get out of here. And that's what he do. So now it's like, oh, you cool with us. Although you didn't kill nobody, you kind of saved us. So you we got you get a little respect from us. So, yeah, they in a new hotel chilling. And mind you, they uh, this fucking dad who was on the case in the right direction in the same hotel, he didn't know Caleb was here. But he knew, no, nah, I'm going to go here. I'm going to start. He was looking at maps and shit. Look, looking at the daughter like Sarah, like, bitch, we about to find your brother. Let's go. And Sarah is with them like, yeah, we about to find Caleb. Let's go. Let's ride, daddy. That's what they were like, let's go. I like this family dynamic. I like mm-hmm. that, you know, I really hated that that kidnapping happened in front of them. And it was just mm-hmm. like the scene of the Winnebago dramatically running with the dust going like a dust yes. cloud down the highway, Route 66. Like, that's what it was given. And the mountains in the background. And the family's like, no, Caleb! <laughs> and they go from there to you see them, obviously, in a diner scene. There's always a diner scene where they're trying to figure it out and somebody's getting chewed up over some dinner plates. And then they're on the lamp. I also hate that eventually, when we come across the family later, after the big shootout scene with the police, after all that stuff, and home, like, the, like the little girl is at... The little sister is at the soda machine and Homer finds her. And I want to scream because at this point we've already heard the story of how May has came into the fold. Like we're learning a little bit about the characters. We learn about Caleb. He seems to be the older brother of a dad situation. We don't really know too much about what happened to his mom, um, yeah. but it's a single parent household and they work on a farm. So we learn a little bit on May um, after, you know, finding out that Jesse was in a, a Confederate soldier. Diamondback has been with Jesse for a minute. We know that much. Homer has been around for a long time. We know that much. And they're still in a childlike state. So something happened to him a long time ago. And I also realized they've been on some weird shit because we get to May. Yeah. Homer targeted May. Um, and you realize he's targeting people outside, period. He gets really weird and possessive. And when she was a teenager, like when she was coming home from school. And I'm like, bitch, what? Like, wh- wait a minute. Run that back? Like, they it's just breeze over it so casually. And I'm like, what? So when the situation with the little sister comes in, who is way younger, like elementary school age, and mm-hmm. you're like, hey, do you want to go back to my room and watch some TV? And I'm like, oh, no, this is why we can't just let the kids go off and do what they want. Like, you should have escorted her to get the soda. Or maybe yeah, you yeah. should have got the soda. It was the 80s. They was like, you'll be it fine. Was, they'll be fine. They did not come back. She's like, yeah, okay, cool. You go into the room. Everybody's in here. The brother ain't there. But everybody else is in there cool. and like, hey, guys. Then the brother shows up. Oh, bitch. When you realize what's going on, number one, the other vamps now know too much. You know vampires are jealous assholes for the most part. Not all of them. But in most of these situations, they real jealous, they sneaky, and they plotting against you. Especially when you get in like a hive nest situation, when they start being about protecting their own. And it's one person that's going a little bit too far right. We going left. Get them up out of there. And so they're like, oh, bitch, Homer about to do try to do weird stuff to the child. So trigger warning for that. Because that gets weird. Like, and the, and the fact that, like, the only person that's like, nah, this shit is wild is May when they're in the car and they kidnap the girl for the second time. Because why the fuck did Caleb think it was a good idea for the little girl to just run across the field by herself, like, after they got away? Like, did you think that, that she could outrun a car? 
Can you Bruh. can you make it make sense? Like I was just like, um, what was this? <laughs> we came this far. What's going on? But at the at the hotel, they eventually break off and escape. And Caleb is told that dad, dad, I'm not human. Uh, something, something, blood transfusion. So the dad was like, yeah, I'm gonna give you blood transfusion. And the son, they like, well. Sarah opened the door and you see the sun is not burning him. So clearly the shit fucking work. He's either dead or the shit worked. One or the other and it worked. So now they just eat dinner, just hanging out. Like y'all, he they, you got snatched up from your house. You know they know where you fucking live at. Uh, okay. I said the same thing. It was so casual. I was like, wow. Like, shout out to Miracles, but also what what happened? They picked you up right outside. They gonna find you. Where, where did you think that they're eventually going to come back here to see if you were here? This is also you guys like who are trying to figure out like if you didn't see this movie and you're trying to figure out like what all is going on. This movie is taking place essentially in the 80s. I'm assuming it's the 80s. It's, it's filmed in the 80s. So it's like 80s. And if it's 80s and you're like, girl, I don't remember. Or if you're too young here. Hey, how'd you get here? But, um... You know, it's a landline. Like, you even see Caleb call his peoples on the phone, and they didn't answer the phone. On and the he's pay like, phone. He's like, damn it, they didn't answer. I said, because they was outside looking for you. And their Bitch. family did not have a, they didn't have an answer machine. So at this time, they may not, like, either didn't want to get one, probably had trouble having access to one, or could not afford one. Because we don't really know what's going on, but yeah. not, you know, having an answer machine. Right, an answer machine in the 80s? I yeah. think more people had them in the 90s. And still, I was just like... I ain't get call ID till like, what? Like, I I feel like it was like 96, 97. Like, yeah, we got call ID. They might have had it, but I remember my mom going and physically purchasing the Yeah, you had to the little call ID box. Yeah. Yep. So you could screen them call. Star C7. Bro. Mm-hmm. Who the Star fuck is this? Call them back. Who was that? Who was Love this? Love that. Listen, but also like, so I I also, um, so it was really fun watching that. Like the nostalgia was like, oh, and then it made things more interesting. Like, damn, they're not going to catch each other because they're not, they're not home to get get the call. Oh no. (laughs) Like, it's like, damn, when they going to be back. So there's also a scene where Caleb's like, daddy, I was calling you. And I'm like, he outside looking for you. That's why he's not home. Because he found your motherfucking ass too. You need, you're welcome, bitch. Like the fuck? He's here. I like you. Yeah. Shout out to that dad. Um, I will say I did like how the dad didn't immediately go into judgment mode. Like he was really trying to figure out what all was going on with Caleb when Mm -hmm. Caleb was in the back of the truck. Like, I can't go in the sun. It's not going to work. And then when he finally burns him, he's like, we got to get you to the... He's, but he also has the older dad mentality. We got to get you to the hospital. Dad, it's not going to work. Okay, but we got to go there. No, no, no. They going to kill me. Also, last point on this. You could just get a blood transfusion and, and not be a vampire no so Is this a new like, part of the lore? I mean, it's a part of their vampire lore. Because I'm like, well, oh. you, so what you're telling me is you could be a vampire seasonally if you would like. You okay, could you could try it out. Be a like vampire a for a Yeah, or you could be a vampire for a few years to stop your aging process. And then maybe start it again. Or You know, I don't know. Maybe you want to be 30 okay. for like 25 years or so. Just slow it down. And then okay. start aging again. Okay. You know, I thought that was a very interesting concept. That was another thing I did like because who knew it was that simple? And you know what? Kayla May sure May got that transfusion after she did mm-hmm. that duck and roll out of the car, got the sister mm-hmm. up out there, and everyone went up into the open up and smoke tour. They all went up in flames. Yeah. And it was real dramatical. Very very dramatic. Like a showdown. Scene. Very much like a, a a high noon showdown but at night. Like there it was a whole Mack like truck explosion. Oh yeah, it felt. I felt it, g- it gave the same feels. I'm sorry. Yeah, 
Mm. I'm like, you know, the 80s and the 90s love to give you real pyrotechnics. Like, they, there was no ever CG fire. Like, I'm like, no, y'all blew some shit up. Wow. It was okay. definitely hot outside. Yeah. Yeah, you felt the heat from the flames. Yeah. It was looking the air. Um, I enjoyed that it was happily ever after the vampires went out. And now May is with Caleb, although he tried to forcefully kiss her at the beginning of the movie. I guess she liked him because after she bit him- Yuck. When it was in the car, she was all snuggled up on him, like, okay, now we can be together. Just like you said. I was like, oh, shit. Mm-hmm. I'm crying at our reaction. I honestly wanted to learn more about Diamondback. I felt like yeah. she was an important character we didn't know well, anything about. And we learned a little bit. If, and if I felt like she, was, she chose a different life. By someone else, then maybe. But okay. I remember what she did the year prior in Alien. So, no. I don't care if we don't know anything about her. I told Ooh. you. That's the girl with the brown face. Listen, <gasps> oh, them, bitch, that's yeah. her? Yes, that's her. All of them was like her. Oh, Bill Paxton. No, no, I don't even know. What? And let Terrence. It was all in Aliens like the year before. I'm you like, know, okay. I don't know who these bitches is. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. They was outside. Oh, never mind. Outside. No, I definitely went and I clicked because I needed to know. I was like, no, nah, Jeanette oh, Goldstein. Let me Goldstein. click. Yeah. Her ass was in Aliens. I remember. Got your Do ass. In 4K, bitch. I don't. I've never seen Autopsy. I've seen Terminator. I might. It's I think I might own that. She's in a few movies. Hold on. Let me get to the images. No. Yes. Yeah, Found her ass. You see her ass in Aliens? Did you see her? Mm. Mm. Yeah. <gasps> Cat jaw is in hell right now. Yo. What the fuck? Nah. Bitch. I don't know. I, I, I want to say Tropic Thunder, but also like, look at the outfits. Check the outfit, bitch, killer you hoes, and not in a good way. Mm. Not in a good way at all. Appropriating you hoes. Mm-hmm. It's too much. It was too much. And I will never forget that shit. Yeah. Too much. So, you know. Wow. Diamond That's Mac- Yucktown City. Bitch. This is gross. I don't like nothing about it. Yeah. Never mind, bitch. Never mind. So, yeah, I just, um, Near Dark was a movie. And I'm not sure how this came to be. Uh, I didn't get a chance to watch any. I mean, I found a documentary on it, so I might check it out later. But also, like, there was choices. Now, it was directed by Catherine Bigelow. So, okay, that's cool. Women director. But I feel like, who wrote this? Was this written by a man? Because I still get those feelings. Also, I kind of want ramen noodles. Random ramen. Okay. Well, you guys, if you have checked out Near Dark, because, again, it had a big, like, run on Shutter for, like, twice, you know? So if you've seen it or saw it back in the backpack, because I wonder if this used to come on TV at all. I feel like is this a Canadian production? I'm not sure. I can't remember. Um, but also, Catherine Bigelow was one of the writers. Eric Red and Catherine uh, Bigelow. Bigelow. Yes, Bigelow. Uh, both wrote it. That's such so, a fun last name. Deuce Bigelow. <laughs> that movie is. Mm, I yeah. wow. Well, guys, <laughs> you can let us know how you feel about near dark vampire movies. Yes, yeehaw! Pull up, yes, ye fucking ha! Oh wow! All right, boom, 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 hey, boom. hey, hey, hey! Um, um, you yes. can pull up on us at grltspod at gmail mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You can also hit us up at girl that's scary pretty much everywhere. Scary. Um, Yes, we have a website, you know, www.girlthatscary.com. Also, if you want to pull up, you can uh, hit us up on our Patreon for bonus episodes. 
at www.patreon.com I was like what am I saying Kat is like crumping in the camera dog I'm tired of her okay but yeah pull up on us let us know how you yes. feel about this movie um, and until next time y'all bye crump Thank you for listening to the Dread Podcast Network.